You're listening to Thematics, presented by UnleashStrengths.com, the only show that embraces your addiction to strengths. Hey everybody, my name is Andy Sokolovich. I am a Gallup certified strengths coach and owner of Unleashed Strengths, nestled right here in the small Midwest town of Clinton, Iowa. Today's show, Thematics, is a video series that I created to highlight the massive impact the StrengthsFinder assessment in the book, StrengthsFinder 2.0, has had on now over 11 million users. It's our belief that the best way to promote its effectiveness and proven results is to interview those who've experienced the power of strengths-based development firsthand. Each person being interviewed is intimately aware of their strengths and wants nothing more than to share their story. For more information and a review, uh, recorded version of this broadcast, you can visit UnleashedStrengths.com. Or if you would like to be on the show sitting in the interviewee seat, just like Jim is across the way, you can contact me, Andy, at UnleashedStrengths.com or give me a ring at 815-441-2219 and we'll schedule a date for your interview. As always, we're on Facebook. Come over and hit that like button, facebook.com forward slash Unleash Strengths. So today, we have a very special guest with us, Mr. Jim Collison. Jim, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, and then uh, reveal your top five. Greetings, Andy. Good to be on the program and uh, appreciate the time. I feel like a little bit of a ringer today, a little bit. Why? Uh, as, you know, as the Gallup employee, I, mean, I think the first Gallup person you've had. Yeah. Uh, on here. And, and you and I chat all the time, so it's one of those kinds of things where I feel like I know you really well. But uh, So I do work for Gallup in the Omaha office. I'm an IT manager for them. Uh, my day job is to oversee IT resources, so I actually oversee some teams that uh, work on our .NET development framework and those areas that uh, actually every question we've ever asked, including the questions that you take on StrengthsFinder, uh, are stored in a database, and my teams work on that uh, that database to keep that uh, working the way it should. I also do recruiting for Gallup, so I go out and do college campus recruiting uh, for, for both college, and now we have a high school internship program as well, so I spend a lot of time uh, with high school kids. Uh, we have a six-week program in the fall, one in the spring, and then uh, the, op- the kids get the opportunity to hang out with us uh, and work technical jobs for the summer. Uh, and then, of course, uh, one of the small things that I do for Gallup is uh, all the webcast stuff that we do. Um, I think I'm on a webcast at least once a week, maybe twice now for them. And that, of course, has been something that's exploded for us. And uh, and so I, I do a lot of this kind of stuff. People ask, why do you have a microphone at home, in the studio at home? Well, that's because I do a lot of this. I also have my own podcast network. So if you go out to The Average Guy, all one word, TheAverageGuy.tv, uh, we have a network out there. We do uh, quite a few tech podcasts um, out there as well. All right, so top five, Arranger, Woo, Maximizer, Communication and Activator. Nice. Nice. So this is, being that you are employed by Gallup, uh, this, I'm assuming that StrengthsFinder was introduced to you as part of your employment, but correct me if I'm wrong. So when was it, when was it brought into your life and, uh, and why? Yeah, no, actually two jobs ago. Uh, when First Break All the Rules came out uh, way back, and I forget what year that was, 04, 05, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, read that book, uh, took that assessment, and uh, we were not, at the time, uh, I worked for a bank, and they weren't doing it as a complete rollout of the bank, but they had bought the books and given them to the employees, and so I took it, and I took the Strength Finder. Really changed the way I looked at myself, the way I, the way I looked at life. I, um, I remember taking it and getting these top five and, uh, and coming home and saying 
to my wife, I thought, and reading the book, you know, talking about uh, really, you know, focusing on what you do right and not emphasizing uh, those weaknesses, what you do wrong or what you're not good at. And I remember saying to her, "We we got to parent our kids this way. This is this would be not only a smart way to manage people, but a smart way to manage our kids." And and I went through a little bit of a journey over the next couple, six, seven, eight months of kind of revamping my parenting style with them. And 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 the kids will tell you there's a fundamental departure from one method of trying to make them into things that I thought they should be, and 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 really focusing and finding out what they were good at and some of their gifts and talents and things like that. And so. I think, yeah, it had a significant impact on me. I think it had more of an impact on the way I parent. Uh, we, we took it right to that. And then I had my wife take it, um, oh, not too, not too long after that. Man, that explained a lot of our issues <laughs> when after we took it. I was like, oh, she's belief is very, very high for her. And of course, if you look at my top five and if you dig a little bit deeper into the top 10, uh, I don't have that same consistency, the belief, the, you know, she really, when she lands on something and it's a truth, she does not come off of it. And I am all shades of gray uh, in the things that I do. So that explained a lot of, a lot of stuff for us. And so that was kind of the, the evolution of that. Of course, uh, when I joined Gallup uh, seven years ago, um, I had already been pretty well versed in strength. So it was kind of like coming home in some mm-hmm. ways. People ask me all the time, they ask me the question, you know, does Gallup do, you know, what do you guys, what's it like, you know, at Gallup with strengths? And and let me say, it's everything you think it should be. We we post those strengths. Now a top 10, we post in every, in your cube or in your office. Anytime you go to training, you get a name tag and it's got your top five on it. We talk about it all the time. I, I think, Andy, I literally have, I'm not just saying this, but I think I literally have a strengths conversation every single day whether it's about me or someone else or in a partnerships. And the power of strengths really comes in the area of partnerships, too. I mean, that exponentially uh, grows the power of it. Um, it's not one plus one doesn't equal two. It equals so much more when you focus strengths in a, in a partnership and a team. So we have those conversations all the time. And, of course, with it, we make jokes about it, too, because you can't live with it every day and not poke, poke, you know, poke some humor at it. And so we make fun of our, our own themes. Or when someone's overemphasizing their theme, you know, uh, I'll, oftentimes I'll go into a meeting because activator is number five for me, and, I, and I'll move very, very quickly on something. People will say, Jim, I, I need you not to. I'm going to tell you something. I need you not to activate on this because uh, I just want you to listen. And so those are some of the kind of the ways we use strengths, but it's it's emphasized every single day. You made a few great points there. And the first one that you mentioned was parenting. And I and I will agree. I'll echo that statement. When my wife and I first took StrengthsFinder and we took the assessment, um, we immediately not only spent probably about, I don't know, uh, five or ten minutes thinking about how it impacted us as individuals, but the, right after that, we were like, "Wow, we really need to apply strengths-based development into the way that we raise our children." And I agree with you. I mean, I when I first found out my wife was pregnant, I started. You start thinking about that. Oh, they're going to be this, and they're going to be this, they're going to be that, and you're already developing kind of their life plan in your head. But then once they become, once they're born, and they get to a certain age, and they start developing their little personalities, and you start to see the talents. Um, that they are expressing, whether it be like my daughter loves dance and she's very creative. All of a sudden, you start looking at things through that strengths lens um, and you look at them as an individual. So I think it's a great tool when we talk about parenting. Um, and I will say, yeah, when I was at uh, Gallup for that week of training for the Accelerated, Accelerated Strengths coaching class, 
I too, when I first got there, was thinking, well, let's see how ingrained this whole strengths concept is in an organization the size of Gallup. And I was truly impressed because it is not just a book that somebody put out and had a simple assessment attached to it. It is a lifestyle and it's ingrained in the culture. Um, so that was very, very cool to see. One of the things, Andy, when we bring our uh, high school and college interns in for the summer, the first two weeks uh, I do some kind of strengths discussion or uh, exercise or something with them uh, every day. And it's just one of those kinds of things. I, I really only get with the high schoolers, I just get six weeks with them. So I, I don't get a lot of time. We've spent uh, 12 weeks with them uh, on weekends uh, before that. We're really focusing more on the technology. We do talk a little bit about strengths in that, but I really use this summer as an opportunity for them to focus on it. And it's just a lot of fun for them to see and discover and, and to make progress on. This year, they've, um, the high schoolers are blogging, uh, after each of the sessions and I have them talk about what are they learning about themselves. And it's fun to go back and hear some of the things that, you know, they're beginning to realize that they're seeing these themes in their lives that they can really take advantage of. And that's really the, for me, that's really the essence of strengths. I've almost used the word exploit, right, to to exploit those things in your life that you know you're going to get right or be good at or enjoy doing. And so we really we encourage them to really focus on those things and and uh, and work in a way that maximizes uh, that all the time. So it's fun to see that grow. They get a little they 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 start to see that the concept kick in. I'm like, oh, I'm uh, fill this in, you know. So for me. Woo communication is is that perfect pair that makes me ideally built, and you, I think you have this too. I do for yeah. what we're doing right now, right? Which is this 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 podcasting, this communication. I go on the road and speak at at uh, at colleges. There's no crowd too big, right? There's no person too unfamiliar. There's no situation where I can't strike up a conversation. Um, so. Gallup has tweaked my job over the in the seven years I've been there. You know, when I started, I was just an IT manager. I worked in our Oracle Applications Group, and as they got to know me, my management began to kind of tweak me. And and in the seven and a half years I've been there, they've really begun to kind of tune the radio dials. That's that's the terminology we would use. You know, tune those tune those channels to to get me uniquely in the right place using the the gifts that I have, the talents, the strengths that I have to, to be able to to do great things. And so college, all of a sudden, speaking on, on college campuses makes sense, right? You're like, yeah, why why wouldn't you do stuff like that? All of a sudden, uh, podcasting, uh, webcasting is kind of what we call it. All of a sudden, that makes sense, right? And so that those two together uh, really, really helped me do that. I also took over all the... Early on, uh, with the webcasts, uh, we tried to farm out some of the, uh, this, the, the guest host stuff. You know what this is like to try and get guests on the show. And uh, I avoided it. I really tried to get somebody else to do it. And, uh, in the end, it just, I'm an arranger. It just needed to be me, right? That, ne- that's, I'm kind of built for that. And somebody challenged me, uh, one of the guys, Dean Jones, uh, challenged me, said, Jim, I want you to get 90 days of guests. And I was like, Dean, you're crazy. Not, nobody will agree to that 90 days out. And Dean proved me wrong. We got 90 days and we got it very quickly. And it felt very good to have that scheduled out. So if you listen to Call the Coach or if you listen to a theme Thursday, oftentimes those guests have been on the docket for, for a couple, three months um, before they come on. So that arranger, my number one, feels good on a day when I've got my spreadsheet all filled out for the five, six, seven shows that we do now. Um, when those are all filled out and everybody's in place, man, that's a great day for me. Mm. 
Yeah. And I, you said about speaking to college students or on college campuses, and I personally and just recently found out that I absolutely love doing that because those college-age kids, I mean, we're talking about freshmen, sophomore, even junior year, are just so green to the world. You know, they just, they want to embrace their natural talents and they have a hunger and they, their vision of what they could be. And it's always a different strength conversation when I have one with a uh, high school, college age student, or when I have something with a, a conversation with a CEO in his late forties, that this is all of a sudden brand new to him, this concept of strengths-based development. And I mean, I don't know, do you experience that a lot when you have strengths conversations with somebody who's, who's younger and more adaptable as as opposed to somebody who's more fixed in a position that they're looking towards retirement or, or something like that? I don't know, you know, Andy. I think sometimes it really depends on what, the, what place in life they are. If they're mm. having a lot of success right now and, and they're, they're kind of in a situation where they don't need or they don't feel like they need discovery in their lives, I, I feel like they're, they might the doors might be closed a little bit to that. Although uh, strengths has a weird way of just nailing you where you're at. I mean, I hear all the time from people, I'm like, even skeptics, right, who, who take the assessment and they're like, yep, pretty much nailed me. I mean, I hear that all the time. I'm like, yeah, it pretty much nailed me. Um, and so um, the most of the experience I get back, I have, I hear from very few people who fight it too much. Mm-hmm. They take it. They realize it, you know, and, and, you know, we say the, the name it, claim it, aim it uh, philosophy, right? We're good at the name and the claim, right? That part's the easy part. It's the aiming part that a lot of people find hard. You know, I was telling Absolutely. you, we have 5,000 people who take the Strengths Finder every single day, right? That's a lot of people. Many of them uh, name it, claim it, or maybe just name it from that. They don't even really fully kind of you know, bring it in and make a part of their own OS, their own operating system and the way they do things. And so, um, you know, we've got a job to do to reach those who, because many, again, 5,000 a day have taken it. I look on our Facebook group and uh, in the StrengthsFinder group, is it 4,000 total, right? I mean, we have more people take the assessment every day than we have in the entire Facebook group that we've been building over the last couple of years. So we have a lot of people taking it. Uh, not a lot of people claiming it, and and we got to get better at finding people to aim it because that's the power in it. A lot of people lose, you know, they take it, they don't, you know, we have Android and iPhone apps that are available so you can download your top five and remember, you know, I encourage people to take a screenshot of it and then make it their lock screen and their and their wallpaper on their phone so it never goes, they don't even have to log in, it's just there. If someone says, what's your top five? Because that's hard to remember for people. It is hard, right? They it take it and they're like, uh, right, get that thing mm-hmm. in a place where you can see it, right? Um, and so we've made these tools available. We've got to do a better job of helping people then continue to aim these because that's the power in it, right? It's when they aim these strengths. Yeah, I agree. And, I, and I'm going to use that screenshot thing as I always now I preface these conversations I have with my with my guests prior to the actual live broadcast. I now say, write down your top five. And I say, oh, I know them. I say, you know them until somebody asks you on a live broadcast what your top five are. And then you draw a blank. And actually, I did that with you when you interviewed me after the Accelerated Strengths coaching class. I drew a little bit of a blank there. So very cool. And I'm going to use that screen 
screenshot thing because it's very important. And I think a lot of you know how many of those five thousand, and this is this is what I learned in my time in the military, are taking that assessment with an open frame of mind and a desire to learn what their top five really are, and they're not just being kind of voluntold or forced to take an assessment as part of a, an organization kind of rebranding or a cultural change. And I think that's really incumbent upon uh, uh, the responsibility of the managers and the CEOs to say, hey, we're not just taking this so we can get your feedback and, and learn how to communicate better with you. We're taking it because we want everybody to embrace their talents. And you're right. It, it is crazy that we have 5,000 new test or new assessment takers every single day, yet it doesn't show on the resources that we offer via social media and websites and even, even uh, broadcasts and, and podcasts like thematics. I mean, it's just kind of slow to gravitate towards that. So we do as coaches and as strengths enthusiasts and yourself, who's not a coach but plays one on YouTube. Uh, we, hey, you can't steal my line. <laughs> I know. I thought you would have said it by now. But <laughs> we have to start teaching people, okay, now you have this and this this leads me into my next question. So, Jim, you're sitting there next to somebody who has just taken the assessment. They hit Control P. They printed out their Strengths Insight report. Now, what do you tell them to do as their initial first step to learn how to actually embrace those and then apply them? Yeah. Well, I mean, first of all, you got to read through the assessments, and and you know, we have everyone is unique, and your own top five are unique in a lot of ways, right? And, um, and so you really got to work through those and, and it's not a one and done, right? This isn't an exercise you read an hour and you're like, Hey, I got this. This is something you need to kind of focus on every single day as you work through it. And so we provide plenty of reports and uh, that when you take the assessment, there's a bunch of reports available for you in the strength center that you can then print out and, and, and kind of work with. And so my first recommendation is people print those reports and then mark them up, write on them, think about it, use their own themes to, to see how am I going to focus, right? If I'm a learner, then I'm going to want to dig in and learn everything I can about each one of those top five and in what other people are doing, right? If if uh, input is is important to me, I'm going to start collecting information in and start stacking stuff up. So so I've got uh, that along the lines. If activator is in there, maybe I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing things, right? I'm going to start doing it. Maybe I take one of these and do and focus or. Maybe I bring a, a pad with me every day, and when I see one of those themes in action, I write down what I was doing at the time, right? There's tons of different exercises you can do. Use your own themes against you in some ways or for you in that sense and and tailor your actions towards what you think you're good at, right? I mean, uh, so look at those top five, read through them. I've, I've had people say, you know, one of the exercises is, um, highlight the statements, you know, we, we do a customized statement for you. Highlight the statement that you agree with, uh, cross the ones out that you don't. That's a very simple exercise to do. If it's not there and you feel like it should, write it down, right? I mean, it's okay. You, you can, you can work with us on the science here. Write down if you think you disagree or how you see it, right? You will, as you mature, as you work through these strengths, as you work with them, You'll see some areas you'll be like, oh, I thought I was this way, but it was a misconception on my own part. I was seeing something different. And so, you know, there might be some things as you work through these change. I think the key to this, though, Andy, so that's all great and done. That's maybe the first week or two, right? The second thing you got to do is you got to tell somebody, right? You can't keep it a secret. You got to tell your friend. You got to say, hey, have you have you taken StrengthsFinder? Have you, you know, uh, chances are they probably have with 11 million people. 
taking it. Chances are you know somebody who's taken StrengthsFinder. Post that on Facebook. Hey, I just took StrengthsFinder. Anybody else I know, I bet out of the two or three or 400 friends you have on Facebook, I bet a few of them have, right? And uh, you can join our Facebook group. That's easy if you just go to facebook.com slash group slash StrengthsFinder. That's a group dedicated to folks who have taken StrengthsFinder assessment. Lots of conversations going on. Maybe you want a smaller group. Uh, post it out there on Facebook. Put it on LinkedIn. Do something like that. Find somebody who's taken it before uh, and, and, uh, and begin you know, talking about it. And, and then I think third, find a coach. Right? It's really everybody needs a coach. Everybody needs somebody who, who can be outside of the box, so to speak, and help them on things. And so I think finding a coach that fits you and, and finding a coach that can really help you is, and it, and it doesn't have to be, you know, millions of dollars invested in coaching, but a lot of people think that they're like, oh man, a strengths coach. No, no. Each in, 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 uh, different coaches take it in different approaches and, and out on the, ooh, that actually rhymed. That was pretty good. Different coaches <laughs> yeah. take different approaches. Wow. Write stealing, that down. Stealing it. <laughs> <laughs> write that down. If you go out to the Gallup Strengths Center, so you go gallopstrengthcenter.com, there's a coaching directory out there and you can kind of drill that down. We have some 300 coaches, certified coaches that are available on our coaches directory. And it's a great way to find a coach, reach out to them and see what kind of offerings they have that's available um, for you. Many of our, in our city center, so if you go to coaching.gallup.com, at this point, if you were listening in the car, you're going to want to go back and grab a, you know, you're going to want to watch, <laughs> listen to the recorded version of this with a pen, but coaching.gallup.com is our coach's blog. We actually have a meetup tab out there that you can go to. It just says meetups. And there are meetups going on all around the country as well here in the United States, even one in Singapore. We're going to try and start one in every in 2015 in every major city in the United States. We wanted to have a meetup, so a chance for you to get together and and uh, and and converse with other strengths. So there's no lack. And Andy, I think you wrote like five the five five steps to kickstart your top five or something like that. It's Absolutely, on your blog. Absolutely, I did. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, and I, and I agree. I mean, we, we touched on first thing is, you know what would be kind of cool actually is when the insights report, the insight report was printed out that if it had a quick tip, uh, like section on the top is like, Hey, you've just got this report. Here's tip number one, because the highlighter tip that people say take two different uh, sets of highlighters, different colors, or one highlighter, one pen, like you said, highlight what really resonates with you. And you say, that's me. And then line through the stuff that, because this isn't perfect, okay? The strengths finder assessment and the results that follow are not perfect. It's not a magic pill. Um, it's but it's not a very broad overview. It is a unique assessment result. But you got to kind of look at it with an open mind and say, okay, not every single one of these statements is going to be spot on. Um, so that might be neat to have a little a little paragraph or a little blurb or something up top on those insights report. Because I do feel when I sit, stand behind the shoulder of somebody who just got their inside report and they're going through, the first time they hit something that does not uh, stick with them or doesn't, they don't think is, is me and doesn't define them very well, they all of a sudden now are like, oh, well, this isn't me. Because they're expecting complete accuracy and it's just not going to be there. Yeah, no, we can't nail it every time. And sometimes there's, conversa- there's, there's combinations of where two themes are close to each other and one has an influence on the other. And so it's the, those are statements. Now, a lot of science, a lot of research went into, I mean, Don Clifton spent a lifetime developing this system. And so there's a lot of research in this. I I think it's better than anything else that's out there, of course. But it's uh, it is one of those things that, uh, you know, the the mileage could vary for you. And so you just got to kind of own it. 
in that, and and uh, and so there's some work that has to go. Trust me, there is a lifetime of work to do with these themes. It's just not a matter of uh, one and done. I mean, you can be working on them, and we're working on them all the time. You know, I my maximizer. Let me give you an example. So maximizer is number three for me, and it's really negative in a lot of ways. Maximizer is one of those themes where you try to make uh, good things better, right? You find it's a it's a QA icon, a quality assurance theme that's out there. And you can't, you would never see it in my own, in my, it, I never enforce that on other people, right? I'm, I'm not good. I, I'm good at coaching and encouraging, but I don't really drive that into other people. Where that um, has a focus for me is internally, I beat myself up a lot on the inside, quietly behind the scenes. Oh, I could have done that interview better. I could have said this differently. I could have done this better. And I just beat myself up. And so my maximizer is one of those I've really have to be careful with. And I've really grappled with over the last five or six years. And it's really only been in the last two or three, maybe since I've spent been spending time with Kurt Liesfeld on theme Thursday. I mean, shoot, I learn more on theme Thursday than, than I, you know, than I give to that program. And so I've kind of learned that I've, I've got to really figure out how to turn that outward or turn that and not be so self-critical. That's definitely my maximizer kicking in and just beating me up uh, inside. Not not particularly healthy. Well, that's a conversation. See, now I, I can claim it, right? At that point, I go, okay, that's just part of the way I'm wired. Now, how am I going to aim that in a way that's going to be productive and that's going to be, you know, and, and I'm still working on it. It's not like because I know it now, all of a sudden, oh, okay. It's easy to do. Mm -hmm. I've got a lifetime of work to when I get in those moments, go, okay, Jim, you need to back off yourself a little bit. It's not as bad as you think it was. You'll be fine. Let's move forward. And so there's some of those like internal coaching moments I need to have um, to make that work. So some people think strengths, when they come to strengths finders, all sunshine and rainbows. And that's not necessarily true either in the sense that it often highlights things that we need to work on as well. Yeah. And I think, you know, although humans love talking about themselves, at least a majority of them, it is a very revealing process when you can identify what your natural talents are. And, you know, Kurt uh, Liesfeld uses the terms sharpen and temper when we talk about, you know, a raw versus mature, when we talk about the basically the maturing process of our talents and, and how we learn to manage them. And mine, to, to use your example as maximizer, mine's futuristic. I'm like way out there all the time, all the time. And when I just interviewed Nathaniel Small, he said the dark side of futuristic is you are never in the present. You are never in the present. You are always thinking thinking far in advance, and sometimes it's easy for you to leave people behind. And then when they feel like you're getting too far past them, they retract. And then you kind of lose that, that unity or cohesiveness you have as a team because one person's 10 years down the road and you know, you're just pulling out of your parking space. So uh, those it is. It's a lifetime worth of learning, modifying, tempering, sharpening, and a maturing process. And But you know what? I love that about it because if it was so simple, nobody would do it. You know, if it was so simple, the concept the concept is seemingly simple. Concentrate on your strengths. Learn to manage your weaknesses. But the developing process is hard. And that's yeah, what a, makes it. It's a lifetime. It's, yeah, a, lifetime it's a lifetime work. Lifetime. Yeah. Let me, let me have a maximizer moment real quick and say this before I forget. So if, if folks are listening to this, here's a, here's a way you can maximize your own learning in this, right? We, we have all kinds of these. Gallup has all kinds of these tools available for you, including these webcasts that we do now. 
Uh, many of you are listening to them. You might be listening to this right now on YouTube. Uh, Andy makes this available through audio. We have Call to Coach, Theme Thursday, now The Great Manager. We also have three versions of Call to Coach, one in Australia, one in Singapore, one in India. So we have all kinds, by the way, all free, all kinds of materials for you to listen to. Many of you try to find them on YouTube, and it's just not a great way to do it. I mean, it is a way to do it. You can see how you can see our talking heads and how handsome we are and stuff like that. But what's really important is that you get these things subscribed to and downloaded on your phone, right? This is one of the, I think, one of the best ways to consume material now is people listen to audiobooks. All of our audio content is available through what they call pod catchers or podcast listening devices. So if you're a super simple, if you're on an iPhone, there's a podcasts app. Just go in there and search whatever you're looking for. If you search Strength Finder or three, uh, uh, the here with Andy's with Unleashed Strengths or Thematics, you'll find the podcast, subscribe to it, and listen to it every week. Capture that time in your car or the time traveling or whatever to get those listened to uh, when you do that. If you're on Android, there's a great uh, um, app called Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. That'll stream it or download it to your phone as well. Two of the easiest ways to recapture all that time that you would capture normally traveling. And listen, I've heard people go on vacations and when, you know, 18, eight hours in the car, whatever, 10 hours in the car, they capture it by listening to podcasts. So if you haven't done that yet, both for this podcast and for the ones that we do um, at Gallup, that would be a great way of maximizing the content that we have available. Because I have a feeling you're probably just listening to music and nothing against music, but you're not learning anything by right. listening to Taylor Swift. What? You're learning something. You're learning never date Taylor Swift or she'll write a song about you. Oh, uh, yeah, I like, I, I like T-Swift. So, oh, uh, uh, uh. And then also, uh, Jim and I do a podcast together. If you're a coach and you want to learn how to embrace technology, we do another podcast called Tech for Coaches, which is available at UnleashedStrengths.com. You just click on the button Tech for Coaches, and you can go back and listen to our past episodes available on iTunes as well. Um, so back to the strengths conversation. So, Jim, let's. I always ask people this question towards the end because it's very introspective. But if if strengths never entered your life several years ago, you never you never received uh, the Strengths Finder assessment. You never knew what your top five were. How do you think your life would be different now? Well, as a as a prime example, when I joined the military years ago, twenty five years ago, I took the ASVAB. That's the the you know the entrance exam. Right? You, you know what I'm Armed talking services about. Armed Services Vocational Aptitude Battery Test or something like it's that. Nice, nice memory. Oh. It it really gives you an assessment of uh, what you're best at and what you're worst at, and then it kind of ranks them. It's a little bit of like a strengths finder. Um, uh, it's based on vocations, though. And actually, you know, a lot of people ask that question all the time of like, how do I know what I'm good at? I never thought about saying, have you taken the ASFAB? Because that's, yeah. that's vocationally driven. But uh, anyways, at the very top, technology. At the very bottom, a mechanical, you know, like being a mechanic. So I had this thought in my head. Hey, well, maybe I should, maybe if, I, if I'm going to spend time in the military, I might as well learn something I'm not very good at, right? So I became a mechanic. That was a terrible decision. That was I. I regretted. I was in six years, and I regretted that decision every day of those six years that I'm in. I think you know when I was uh, when I first took StrengthsFinder, I was um, kind of just coming out of retail sales, and I was going into kind of more into technology, uh, software development, those kinds of things. And I think if I hadn't taken if I hadn't taken StrengthsFinder, if I hadn't joined Gallup, I would not be doing the 
kind of the communications pieces that I'm doing today, right? I would still probably be doing, trying to force myself to do things that I wasn't very good at. It's hard, Andy, to know because, you know, environment and strengths influence each other in some ways. And so it's hard for me to say exactly like, oh, I would be here. But I do know this, using my strengths over the last, you know, using them in a way that uh, and understanding them and focusing them, I'm certainly doing a lot better of a job than I was doing, you know, just in seven years ago when I was in. It was a journey. It wasn't always smooth. You know, there's a lot of things I had to try, too. I took a big risk when I started doing webcasting at Gallup. I took a big risk on it. I didn't. I wasn't sure the the organization was going to embrace it in the way they did. But I, I just felt like I had to do it. And so that was one of those things where I'm like, you know what? Everything is pointing towards this. I remember having this thought. Everything is pointing towards this kind of thing. If I don't do this and try, I will regret it the rest of my life. And so it would be very different if I hadn't done that. Yeah, great response. And I know, you know, Gallup provides us with this little exercise called the best of us. And, you know, it's just a sheet of paper. It's got four little quadrants in it. And it writes, you know, you get the best of me when you get the worst of me when. And those two questions, I think, are very, very insightful, because as you mature in your strengths journey, I mean, for me, I'll use my communication. You get the best of me when you give me the opportunity to communicate with other people. When I can go out and shake hands and meet new people and engage in conversation, you get the worst of me when you shove me in a cubicle and tell me just to kind of punch in, punch out, mind my business. And even though you're giving me some responsibility, I don't have that communication aspect and I'll never be able to reach my true potential. So that's a great exercise to do. And I always I enjoy that one every time that I coach. Jim, you've been an awesome guest, uh, as always. I mean, you're insightful in both uh, strengths and the Gallup organization. I appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much. Do you have anything that you would like to tell our guests before we close out? Now, you know, it's been great to be here. I, I told you when you first started this, uh, you know, I said I do show 10. I'm sorry that. about that. I passed you by. No, that's fine. I'm glad. It's, you know, it's really hard to get in, in the world of podcasting. Seven is the break point. Most mm-hmm. people quit before seven, and then the next milestone is 30. So you've got a little ways to, to get there. I think you're going to do fine along those lines. But no, Andy, I, it's been a, for me, it's been the last couple years, uh, have been an amazing journey with strengths and I've gotten to meet. What's been fun for me is I got involved. I kind of, uh, I got involved with the coaches and I've really, really enjoyed hanging out with the coaches and, uh, I've met them all around the country. I get to meet them when they come in on campus, by the way, if you're a coach and you're listening to this and you're coming in for any training, I want to know you're coming in. We want, I want to meet with you. We've done some meetups on Sunday nights, uh, before training. We've done, um, we've just done lunch there on the campus. I will always give you a campus tour. If that's, uh, if you're, by the way, if you're in Omaha and you want a campus tour of, of Gallup, uh, you, you can just contact me and let me know. I love to do those kinds of things as well. But no, Andy, it's been a great, uh, it's been great fun to be a part of this movement. This, this outward facing movement of coaches that, uh, that Gallup has gone on in the last couple of years, uh, we internally, we call it stampede, but it's one of those things that uh, to me has really just made sense that we need a million coaches around the world, not just in the United States. We need a million coaches around the world. By the way, there, the, most of the world's population is in India and China, and we haven't even scratched the surface on either of those two countries yet. So while we have 11 million, there's still 100 million more to get in the United States. There's 1.2 billion people to reach in India alone and another billion plus to reach in China. 
we've got a big movement here. And, uh, and so it's exciting to be in it here, and I'm excited for folks who are going to jump on and do it with us. I'm excited and thankful for the coaches who've decided to spend time uh, taking the training like you've done to, to be certified and, uh, and to really kind of help us with this journey moving forward. And this isn't a movement of six months. It's not a movement of a year. It's not a movement of a decade. I mean, this is really a movement forever as we uh, we take strengths to the world. So super excited about that. I, I don't know how I can say that any any more succinct than that, but super excited about the things that are going on. Andy, thanks for having me on. Hey, very good. Thank you. Uh, Jim, we'll talk to you later. If you would like to be on this show, if you want to be on an episode of Thematics, you don't have to be a coach. Uh, you just need to be a lover of strength. So if you're somebody who took the assessment you know, six months ago or six years ago, and you really just believe that the results that have followed and the way you've been able to apply them in your life has helped you out tremendously, please contact me, Andy at Bent... Or I'm sorry, I almost gave you my other email address. Uh, Andy at UnleashStrengths.com. Again, that's Andy at UnleashStrengths.com. And we'll schedule your interview. Also, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Unleash Strengths, or give us a call, 815-441-2219. All right, thank you for joining me on another broadcast of Thematics. We'll be back with you soon in episode number, oh, what's coming up, 13? I believe, no, 14. Episode number 14 is coming up. Wow, getting almost halfway to 30, Jim. Appreciate that milestone. All right, this is Andy from UnleashStrengths.com. I'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Thank you for listening to another episode of Thematics presented by UnleashStrengths.com. Remember to embrace your strengths and always stay addicted.